It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome to this episode of the e-commerce master plan podcast. I'm Chloe, the creator and host of this award-winning show, and it's my aim in every episode to help you find ways to improve your e-commerce business. In today's episode, we're catching up with a past guest who used to run some very clever e-commerce businesses that he really did scale. You could call him a little bit of a growth hacker, I suppose. But he's now turned his attention to the world of selling e-commerce businesses. And we're going to be talking through what that means for you right now, because we are currently in a seller's market. So if you've been thinking about it, now might be the time to go through those steps. He talks about what the steps to selling the business are. We talk about why you should use a broker, uh, which I thoroughly recommend that you do. We also talk through what the business needs to look like to get a sale, how much you might be able to earn and the various processes to go through. So if you've been thinking about it, or even if you've never, ever thought about it, um, you really should be thinking about your exit strategy even on day one that you start your business. So maybe this is your quick um, a quick swatting up moment to what exit strategies might look like. But yeah, we're talking about successfully selling your e-commerce business um, as we go through today's episode. Now, before we get into that, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for brands of all kinds and sizes. Whether you're an entrepreneur just starting out or you're part of a marketing team at a multinational brand, Clavio will give you everything you need to create memorable marketing moments, building customer relationships that keep shoppers coming back time and time again. Get started with a free account today. Visit clavio.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash master plan. Is your website slow? Has your online business outgrown your current hosting provider? If you answered yes to either of those questions, it's time to move over to Cloudways. Cloudways is a managed cloud hosting provider that is built for online businesses. From a hassle-free launch to smooth server operations, Cloudways is your partner in scaling your e-commerce business to greater success. Go to cloudways.com and use the promo code masterplan to sign up for a new Cloudways account and get a free $25 hosting credit. And now to introduce today's guest expert. Nate Lind is the founder of multiple e-commerce businesses to which he's driven over $100 million in sales, mainly in the men's and women's beauty space. Now, back in episode 163, he explained all about how he does that. But now he's back to update us on his new focus, which is helping people just like you, yes, e-commerce business owners, to sell their business successfully. Hello, Nate. Hey, how are you? I'm good. It's so cool to have you back on. I remember I remember our last episode was an awful lot of fun and that the audience liked it a lot. So um so it's it's a great pleasure to have you back. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me back. I was delighted to uh, reconnect with you and kind of, you know, circle back to your tribe and see how things are going for everybody. Well, uh- I'm, and it, we're discussing a really interesting topic today, which is selling businesses, which is one of those things which I think a lot of people weirdly don't consider when they start. We'll get into a bit more of that shortly, but what led you to end up helping people sell businesses? Because that's quite a big shift from driving traffic to e-commerce stores. 
Well, if you think about it, everybody's business transitions. So one way, form or another, there's an exit that happens. Uh, either they're, they're methodical about it uh, and they sell it you know, proactively, uh, or it declines in some cases and, and it doesn't get exited at all. Um, you know, not in the way that the traditional sense of where you make money and move on to the next thing, but you wind it down, shut it down and lick your wounds and move on to something. Um, and I've, I've had both. Um, in 2016, I sold uh, an e-commerce reporting system. So something I built because I was selling those health and beauty products on a subscription. I needed to understand the lifetime value of my customers. Uh, so I, I wrote a reporting system and uh, ended up selling it to the shopping cart that I was using. So I, that was an example of one of my exits where I walked away with cash and that was a pretty cool thing. And then uh, to update you on you know, my health and beauty business and that sort of stuff, often what happens uh, and there's another transition, sometimes not as, uh, as fun as when you get a you know, big cash reward at the end of it. In this case, I had a business partner that I didn't really want to be a business partner with anymore, and he didn't really want to be a business partner with me anymore. And uh, instead of fighting and squabbling over it, uh, we just you know shut things down and, and moved on to different stuff. And uh, I went on to uh, to work on uh, you know doing events and masterminds and that kind of stuff with my peers and and um, you know other folks from the e-commerce universe. And that's what actually led me to meeting the. Um, uh, the founders of Website Closers, Jason and Ron have been selling businesses for 10 some odd years, over 2000 some odd businesses they've sold. And I was fascinated when I talked with them at, at, just at one of my events with how many buyers there are out there for e-commerce businesses. I, you know, met with them a couple of different times and, you know, kind of looking back at, you know, where I was at, the, at this point in my life, I was really passionate about, uh, you know, sharing my enthusiasm for different strategies of making money online. And I saw that as a really interesting opportunity to be able to uh, leverage the network of e-commerce, uh, you know, owners that I was friends with, and uh, and bring the the hundreds of thousands of uh, e-commerce buyers out there from website closers together in a transaction and facilitate that transaction and that sale. So, um, if kind of going back to to your your comment about uh, you know people not thinking about their transition or their their exit, they should because it's it's going to happen. It's inevitable. It's either you know going to be for the positive or you know maybe you know like I said for for a negative. And I've experienced both. And selling proactively and getting some money sure is a whole lot more gratifying than having <laughs> to wind something down. Yeah, and, and and it can be even worse than winding it down, can't it? If if someone else winds it down for you, um, so you're saying that there's lots of buyers out there. I'd always imagined that that everyone started their business, but no one ever really bought one. So where are these buyers coming from? Who are they? There, there's a couple of different. Uh, I'll call them pools of buyers. So different types of buyers for businesses that are selling under five million dollars. They, these types of folks, uh, often they are not entrepreneurs, but they would love to be an entrepreneur. They have worked and worked and worked. Uh, they've got corporate jobs. Um, they've got high salaries and they have a dream to escape corporate life. Uh, they've amassed, uh, you know, a couple hundreds of thousands of dollars to a couple of millions of dollars. And they want to uh, acquire a business that is cash flowing, where someone has already done the hard work of getting that you know those initial products figured out, getting them to market, dealt with the sourcing and and shipping and and the you know various uh, issues that the, you know startup e-commerce founders have to deal with. 
And in return, they'll pay a nice multiple for it, a multiple of earnings. Uh, and, you know, that e-commerce founder will have a chance to, you know, put their business, you know, package together, bring it to market and uh, walk away with a combination of uh, sometimes a large amount of cash, sometimes, you know, a little bit less cash, or they've got some upside in an earnout, or they do some seller financing. And uh, those are, that's a typical buyer of a $5 million and less business. Is it someone that has uh, resources, expertise, and an interest to skip the first two or three years worth of startup? And they just want to step right into a turnkey solution. Um, and then for over $5 million, uh, in, and especially over $10 million, uh, there are private equity firms, there's family offices, there's institutional investors, uh, there's other larger e-commerce businesses. And, and other larger e-commerce businesses are interested even in the smaller ones, if it makes sense. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of activity in both of those areas. And uh, at Website Closures, we focus on that kind of, you know, $500,000 in sale price up to $150 million. And, and there's no joke, 135,000 buyers on our email list, 500 to 800 signing up every week new. Wow. And it's only escalated since the pandemic uh, because that has further shined a light on how critical e-commerce is to um, the entire economy, the world economy. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, has the pandemic made a change? Uh, you know, because you, you were saying about, I was thinking before we got on this call, the pandemic's made a change because it's made e-commerce more effective. And I'd assume that, that a lot of people, certainly surveys I've seen, there's a lot of people going, I want to change things about my life. And one of the things I may want to change is I don't want to do my 10 hours commuting and all the rest of it that people put themselves through. And when you say about that there's a, there's this you know the sub five million turnover businesses there are people wanting to buy those who are trying to escape the rat race essentially um, yep that must be creating quite a a boom in demand yes yeah there is a uh, it is a seller's market it's like a real estate market where there's a hundred buyers for every one seller I kid you not that like that's how big the difference is. Uh, and there are so many more buyers right now than there are than there are sellers. So a lot of what you know what I do is is guidance. You know, helping somebody with their valuation and kind of put together their sales plan. Uh, oftentimes, you know, six months to a year in advance of their uh, of their exit. And there's a lot of work that goes into it. Uh, it's hugely rewarding, um, and that's what you know positions somebody for a maximum exit value. And uh, you know, if there's anybody that's that's listening that has any questions about the valuation, happy to do any kind of a, a pre-valuation kind of give you an idea of what your business is worth. Um, you know, that's absolutely something that's part of uh, of my main focus. It strikes me that there's probably quite a lot of people listening going. What? Now is a good time to sell? Ooh, because as well as people going, I want to get out the rat race, there's also people going, I want to get out of running my e-commerce business. Yes. How they can say that when it's such a fun thing to be doing, I don't know. But but yes, of course, there are people thinking they want to get out and their ears have just pricked up. Now, my understanding, and feel free to tell me I'm way out of date on this, my understanding of selling businesses is that it is like a two-year plan to make sure you've got all your ducks in a row and you're leveraging it. Is this, you know, an opportunity we can quickly jump on if we've got a fairly reasonable business at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like the, the key, the key thing to just even a business valuation and getting a business listed is you have, you have to have uh, uh, financials, you know, professionally, 
rendered financials. And it doesn't have to be terribly complicated, but you need to have an income uh, statement and uh, a balance sheet. And preferably, you're using QuickBooks or Xero or something, and you're tracking, like, you know, pull all of your information in from your shopping cart, your CRM, you know, wherever your revenue is coming in. Uh, have a, you know, business bank account and, and make sure that everything is specific to that business, you know, whatever that entity is. Uh, and then reconcile it. You know, have, if you've got a bookkeeper that's doing this for you, great. If you don't, get one. Let's get one quick. And they're, <laughs> and they're not they're not that expensive. Um, I've advised a couple of folks on you know where and how to find you know very affordable bookkeepers, and we're talking like a hundred bucks a month. You know, two hundred bucks a month. This is not breaking the bank sort of expenses, and that, that's really all you need is is you have to get a, a, a sense of your fi- of your financial situation uh, over time. And because that's the first thing a buyer looks at, it's like someone looking at a house, you know, the first thing they do is they pull up and they look at the house. Well, the first thing in this, the, if you're an e-commerce entrepreneur, you know, that your consumer is looking at your product image. Well, you're the same thing in the world of mergers and acquisition is your, your income statement and your balance sheet. It's your financials. I'm just going to reiterate that bookkeeper outsourcing. Any of you, even if you're not planning on selling, get a bookkeeper now. It, they are, they are like the first thing you should outsource by such a large margin in any business because it's complicated stuff, but it's pretty straightforward and they don't charge that much. I love my bookkeeper. Fenella is awesome. Do it. Outsource it now. They're a commodity. There's so many people out there that do that work for you. It's you know one to two hundred dollars a month if you're a smaller business. Maybe it'll get up to three, four, five hundred dollars a month if you're a big business. And there's hundreds of them available. And, you know, just, you know, look through Fiverr, Upwork, you know, if you don't know where to look anywhere, you would find any talent, you can find them. And uh, I've also got a bunch of great recommendations for e-commerce uh, entrepreneurs. Happy to share those with anybody that's looking for them too. Cool. I, I could carry on ranting about that for a while, but I'm going to take us back onto topic, which is how we should be should be selling. So anyone who's out there who's thinking about selling, if they've got decent a decent accounting platform and they've got a few years worth of data about their business, then they should be getting in contact with you and going, is there a market for my business? Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, I can tell you there is one if you meet this criteria. If your business is at least a year old, if it's growing in both top line sales and in profit, and it's over $250,000 in net earnings, we have buyers for it. Now, if, if it's not quite at $250,000 in net earnings or profit, there are still other buyers for it, uh, but your path to exit is a little bit different. You're probably more on a self-serve path as opposed to you know having a professional brokerage represent you um, because our buyers are specifically looking for something that a executive uh, could exit his job and then buy a business that's already running, making a quarter million dollars in, in net revenue, because that's going to replace his income. He can't go home one day and say, sweetie, I quit and I bought this website and I'm going to make this website. You know, it's this website's going to make us a bunch of money, but I got to go do it. She will kick him out, tell him to get right <laughs> back there to work and, and say, uh-uh, you're not doing that. Um, so we've, we've got to have about $250,000, $300,000 in profit for our buyers to start to sink their teeth into it. Got you. So when we're saying net earnings, we're not talking sales. We're talking profit before you pay yourself, basically. 
Exactly. Or even if you pay yourself, like it, I, we include that into the equation. So whatever you're paying yourself, plus any extra profit in the business that you're you're building up, uh, that, that that comes out to about a quarter million, three hundred thousand dollars. That is what we call the net earnings. We will I, I usually will do this valuation for folks and, and boil it down to what's called seller discretionary earnings, SDE. That's the common mergers and acquisitions terminology for the cash flow or the profit of the business over the last 12 months. Yeah, the stuff you don't need to spend on stock or marketing or whatever else, and you could choose to give to yourself or you could choose to reinvest. Exactly. And there's there's other things too. If you're, you know, spend if you're for tax purposes, you're you're classifying your your personal travel, you know, let's say you're talking about your business while you're on your road, you know, that we add that back in to what we call an add back. Uh, your your personal car, your personal insurance, if you've got personal life insurance or health insurance, all that stuff adds into that uh, seller discretionary earnings number, that profit number. So people who are thinking they've got profit of 150,000, 200,000, they might actually be hitting the 250 once all the clever math is done. Absolutely. Cool. And um, we're talking dollars and we're talking, uh, I'm talking to an American. Um, so is this something which, because we have listeners all over the world, is, are we seeing the same patterns all over the world? We do. We've got sellers in India. We've got sellers in Australia. We have them in the UK. They, they're from everywhere. That's the beauty about e-commerce. You know, it can be operated from pretty much anywhere. It doesn't really matter uh, you know, where you live. We, we have seen that uh, a U.S.-based e-commerce entity is, is more desirable than others because they qualify for financing in some cases. If, uh, if you have a business that's two years or older and you have, again, kind of back to that quarter million dollars uh, or more in net, uh, in net earnings or in profit that you're showing, uh, you know, for taxable purposes in the U.S., you're showing the IRS, then you have what could be an SBA approvable business. And that allows a buyer to purchase your business with a small down payment, could be anywhere between 5% and 15 or 20%. And then they'll go to the uh, to a small business administration preferred lender and get the rest of the acquisition price uh, and finance it over 10 years at uh, a, a 6% interest rate. It's kind of like a mortgage on a house. Wow, that's kind of amazing. Um, I'm now wondering if we have that over here. I'm sure other com other some other locations do have such things, but, but these are the sort of things why it's worth coming to a broker like yourself, Nate, to find out because we could sit here and Google and try and work these things out, but you just know them because you're dealing with them day in, day out. That's exactly right. I know I didn't know many of these when I was when I sold my businesses in 2016. I had no idea about it. It's just been, you know, over time and, and education and, and being in the thick of things. You know, there's these nuances that, you know, that that by itself, it's it's those SBA approvable, you know, financeable businesses are super hot right mm. now. Because you can imagine somebody only needs to put down, let's say it's a two million dollar business. They they only need to put down you know a hundred to three hundred thousand dollars and then they can buy that business. The business and its long term cash flow it's creating pays the loan and also pays the that new owner uh, a, you know a healthy salary. So uh, that's it's that part is really exciting uh, you know when we have those opportunities and it, it really does you know that specific scenario is a U.S. based entity. Uh, is a U.S. Uh, entrepreneur, 
uh, and they have two years of taxes because the the tax forms are what's used in the underwriting of the financing. So they they use that attestation. You know, when you sign uh, your, on your taxes, you, you're signing you know penalty of of you know penalty and Uncle Sam coming after you. The truthfulness of that. Um, so a lending uh, entity, you know, a lender will look at that and say, okay, they're they're saying this is true and this is factual, and we believe this. That's the the underwriting documents that they they stand to uh, to use. So, how much are people paying for e-commerce sites? How much could we be cashing in for? <laughs> yeah, so it, it 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 depends on a number of factors. This is why it's so important to have a, a thorough valuation done because so there's little over twenty some odd factors that come into the the multiple, and there's risk factors that decrease from it as well. So um, you can you can expect uh, you know it could be anywhere from. Uh, you know, one times, you know, two times uh, earnings on the low side for a very, you know, bland business like it, you know, one X, two X businesses don't really have any branding. They don't have um, uh, they don't even have their, you know, their own stock. You know, maybe it's a drop shipping type business. Uh, those don't tend to get the, the higher values. If you've got uh, a solid business with great financials, uh, and again, it doesn't. The numbers don't have to be, you know, splendid all the time. You just have to have insight into them, uh, and you're taking inventory. Uh, you, if so, if you're actually purchasing stock, if you've got a brand name around it that's unique in your own, if you have a, tr- you know, maybe it's trademarked. Now you're starting to get into the three times earnings, uh, and it can go all the way up. Uh, we, we've sold businesses as high as 18 times earnings. And those tend to be larger businesses and they tend to be very growth businesses. So year over year, uh, they're showing growth. Um, I'd say on average, you would see uh, a growing e-commerce business in that 3X to 5X uh, of earnings range. So if it's making uh, a quarter million dollars, you multiply that by three to five and that's what the overall uh, sale price of the business will go at. And it's it's a complete rough number. Again, there's just so many factors. That's why it's so critical to to actually get a a, a real valuation. And is it a bit like um, selling a house where if you've got multiple people interested, the price may well rise? Absolutely. I mean, it it, it helps a significant amount having a number of buyers interested. Uh, you know, oftentimes there's people that kind of like to you know, as entrepreneurs, we're very much do it yourself sort of thing. And, uh, you know, so you could be tempted to go to market and, and do it yourself. And if you've, you know, if you've got experience, you know, doing it, uh, maybe that's not a bad idea. But most folks, they only they only exit a couple of businesses in their lifetime, if, if even. Mm. And um, it's really tough to know all the nuances, you know, a, a, a new entrepreneur trying to sell their business. They aren't going to know a whole lot about vetting buyers. You can waste a tremendous amount of time with buyers that express a lot of enthusiasm and interest, but they're not actually qualified to buy the business. They don't actually have the means and capability. Uh, so that, that's you, we get to steer clear of all of that and skip all that wasted time with the learning lessons of two to three thousand businesses sold, which is you know what you know we have done. It strikes me as being a bit of a no-brainer if you're going to sell a business to go to a broker because a you don't have to learn how to do it, which, like you say, yeah, it's great learning how to do Facebook ads, learning how to do email, learning how to do landing pages is brilliant because you can use that again and again and again in your business. But if your business isn't selling businesses, why would you go through that huge learning curve when you could just pay an expert? Um, and also, 
you're getting five, was it 500, 800 people a week signing up to your email newsletter who yes. want to buy businesses? Yes. I don't have anyone signing up to my newsletter. To buy <laughs> exactly. businesses. So I don't have an audience, you know, so you're, you're kind of, it's like going back to day one startup, not knowing anything and having no list. So why would you do it yourself? I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you might save some money, but you're going to probably going to waste an awful lot of time, effort, and earn less in the longer term anyway. Yeah, we we always make up that difference in in the the broker's commission. We're entirely a success fee based organization. We don't have any retainers. You don't have to pay anything up front. We're not you know chipping away at you every month. Uh, we only sell quality businesses, and we'll we'll be able to evaluate that on the front end. And uh, you know, if in that valuation you're not at the point where we can help you, I'll be able to tell you a couple of things that you can do to fix your business uh, and get it to that that sort of level. And, and if there's interest and value in it, then you know we can continue to revisit that until you're at the point where uh, it is sellable. Um, because because we've got a success fee model, you know, we're judicial about. Uh, what businesses we can represent, um, you know, because we don't get paid. Like it, so it's difficult to spend a tremendous amount of, of work and time on something, and and there not be, uh, you know, there not be a, an actual transaction in the future. So you know, that's that's kind of part of the process too. E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. Success in 2021 means building stronger relationships with your customers. Last year saw a lot of consumers switching to buy online, leading to surges in new customer acquisition. So how are you planning on turning your new first-time buyers into profitable repeat customers? Well, that's what Clavio is for. Clavio helps businesses create memorable marketing moments through email, SMS, and personalized website experiences. And that is what creates repeat purchases. That's why Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform, platform is used by over 50,000 e-commerce brands around the world. Get started with your free account today. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com slash masterplan. Cloudways, a managed cloud hosting provider that is all about simplicity and freedom. Cloudways supports all major e-commerce platforms, including WooCommerce and Magento. It offers performance-oriented features such as managed backups, free SSL certificates, Cloudways CDN, built-in caches, security, and 24-7 support. Go to cloudways.com and use the promo code MASTERPLAN to sign up for a new Cloudways account, and you'll get a free $25 hosting credit. It's time for the Top Tips Round. Okay, I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So, Nate, you ready for the top tips? Let's do it. Okay, the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? Traction by Gino Wickman, without a doubt. I love it. Straight to the point there. Okay, the traffic top tip. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Affiliate marketing. If you go back and listen to our last podcast, I talk uh, at length about that. It is an under-leveraged, highly scalable opportunity to grow your business sales far beyond what you might imagine is possible. Excellent. We will be putting a link to that episode in the show notes and it's episode 163 if you want to scroll through iTunes and go and find it. Okay, the tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? 
I'm going to keep this really simple. Good old fashioned Gmail. And if you've got a virtual assistant, getting them into that account and just using the tools that the G Suite offers you. Uh, there's tasking, um, you know, outsourcing your uh, your scheduling, um, you know, that sort of stuff is absolutely critical. So one VA and access to my, you know, uh, Google Suite account is that by itself is, I think, often overlooked and incredibly valuable without having to go find a bunch of complicated CRMs and tools and other stuff. Just use what Google has. Nice. Okay. And the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them? If they are selling on Amazon, I would absolutely encourage them to get their get a Shopify store going and invest some time into uh, you know getting some traffic and getting some sales going off of Amazon. And then conversely, if they are not selling on Amazon, they need to be selling on Amazon. Those are the two most important channels. Uh, I often see businesses that are are looking to exit. Uh, one they've they've skipped, missed, or ignored one or the other. That is the very first thing that I typically will talk with uh, my clients about trying to get going, and 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 then email. That that I'll throw in a bonus too. Many people are not using email appropriately. Uh, they're not using you know monthly holidays and creating new gifting strategies or new uh, new marketing strategy strategies around the monthly holidays. That's why retail does it. There's a holiday and a shopping season around every holiday of every. Every month of the year, if you're not doing something every month uh, via email, you need to. I love that point about Shopify to Amazon and Amazon to Shopify. Um, we didn't really touch on marketplaces as we were talking about selling a business. And you said that you would say to people to to launch, if they've only got the Shopify site, big commerce, Magento, et cetera, um, and they haven't yet done Amazon, you'd say they should get Amazon up and running before they sell? Or would you position that to the buyer as a big opportunity that gives them potentially more opportunity once they bought it? We do. We do the latter a lot. So we frequently are listing single channel, uh, single marketplace businesses, and then that's an opportunity for the buyer. Um, but it, it is uh, low hanging fruit for the seller. Uh, to get that up and going. And, and often they are overwhelmed by the amount of work that it takes because uh, they've built us a, a they built a skill set around one particular marketplace mm -hmm. and it looks a little daunting, you know, to, to get into another. If you're at that at that stage and your earnings support it, if your if your profit is up high enough that you can just afford somebody to do a done for you service. I would have somebody do it for you. And it's it can be anywhere from, you know, two thousand bucks a month to five thousand bucks a month to have a really good Amazon agency done for you. People, we've actually sold their businesses. So we've seen their financials and guided them through the entire process that their entrepreneurial journey then has gone on to being agency done for you type service providers. And, and they do that now for others with tremendous success. Yeah, it's, it's certainly one if you're going to add it, you need to know what you're doing. Otherwise, you can quite quickly lose out. Yeah. Um, well, no, you've given us a huge amount of, of advice and insight here. Where can people get hold of you if they want to know more about how they can sell their e-commerce business? Very, very simple. You can uh, email me. It's nate at websitecloasers.com. Uh, I've got a YouTube channel as well. I'll send you the link and, and you can include that. Um, you know, new videos every Tuesday and Thursday. I talk about all about mergers and acquisitions. I interview past clients that have successfully sold their businesses. You know, what experiences and challenges did they experience? 
Uh, also talk with other, you know, kind of the who's who of mergers and acquisitions, people that have been involved in the due diligence process and sales process uh, for far, even far longer than I have. And there's a ton of information out there, which I think is awesome because there's so little information publicly available about this specific subject, which I think is nuts. I, people should be educated about it. Uh, it's not as intimidating as it looks. And, you know, for anyone out there that's got a quarter million dollars in earnings and a year or two worth of business track record, uh, you have a sellable business. There there are buyers waiting for you. It just depends on when you decide to bring it to market. Excellent. Well, everyone who's listening, we will put a link to that YouTube channel and we'll put Nate's email address in the show notes so you can easily click through to all of that. So, Nate, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It's been lovely to catch up with you again and um, so much insight in the opportunity for selling a business right now. It's, it's been really cool. Thanks for coming back. Thanks, Chloe. So nice to catch up with Nate again there. And to kind of it's kind of cool to see how someone's business or business interests, I suppose, have evolved. I have to say, I think that's that's we we occasionally, you know, maybe about once a year, once every 18 months, we get into the world of mergers and acquisitions here. And um, I'll put links to the to the uh, related episodes to all of that in the in the show notes for you too. But I have to say that's one of the clearest, and maybe maybe it's just because we are, as he was saying, in a buyer's market right now, and or sorry, a seller's market right now, with all those buyers circulating, all those people wanting to shift their interest into the into the e-commerce space. So if you've been, you know, if you spent 2020 going, I've had enough of this e-commerce game, then maybe now's the time to sell. So I would really encourage you if you're thinking like that or you're thinking I've got another idea or I've got too many things on the go and I want to shift one of them, I would really recommend dropping Nate an email um, and seeing if, you know, asking him to do that basic kind of pre-evaluation to see if you are a candidate for sale right now and what it might net you. And don't do it yourself. This is one of those things you really do need to go and just use an expert. It's going to save you so much time and effort and stress, speed up the process, probably earn you more in the long term even even with their fees taken into account. So go ahead and do that. You will find all the notes. You will find the links um, of to everything we talked about and all the rest of it at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. There you can also add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the other things I share to help you to improve your business. And now is a particularly great time to get yourself onto our email list because in a couple of weeks time, I'm running one of my regular 99 pence or 99 cents book events. Now that's where I invite some of my favourite business book authors to join me in reducing their Kindle ebook to just 99, 0.99 in whatever currency we're talking about for two whole days. And I'm currently finalising the lineup so I can tell you it's bigger and better than ever before. So if you want to stock up on great business books to inspire you this year. Well, and quite frankly, beyond, we're going to have at least, I think, 20 authors in it this year. And it would take me a good year to read through all of them. Um, do make sure you've signed up to our emails via ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. Well, look, thank you for tuning in to this and every episode of the e-commerce master plan podcast. I bring you a new interview every week because I want to inspire and help as many e-commerce business owners as possible to succeed and thrive with their businesses. So please do tell any other e-commerce business owners you know, because I'm sure these episodes will help them too. I hope you have a brilliant week and don't forget to keep optimising. 
Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast.